Good morning, good morning, good morning, and hello. Welcome back to Talking to Myself. I am Rachel. It is really, really great to um, get started on this episode. I'm really excited. So I have been insanely busy, and it's just, it's been absolute madness lately in my life. And so I've had zero time to um, even think about what I wanted my podcast episode to be. Um, how I wanted that to shape up and how I wanted that to look. But ironically, you know, what always ends up happening is the fact that because you're not working on it, your brain is constantly thinking about it and all the things that you should be doing with it. So I've had a couple of ideas. I finally had the time to get everything nailed down. I've had my naps. Um, I've really been just trying to get caught up on sleep this week. So I'm really excited to bring this to the table for everyone. Um, I hope, first of all, everybody had a great Thanksgiving with their families. I hope that you were able to locate your gratitude in your day-to-day life and correspondingly have been able to bring it to this current time of the year. It is now almost Christmas time. I really took a nice little hiatus. I'm so sorry. I've had friends that I work with say to me, you have to upload another podcast. And I wasn't really feeling as though my second podcast episode was really that strong. So I've kind of been really, really trying to make sure that this next one was everything I wanted it to be or was really given the dedicated time that I feel like was necessary to do it right. So I appreciate the patience. And like I said, I hope everyone is really excited about this holiday. If you're not Christian, I hope that you are enjoying Hanukkah. Um, I don't know a lot about the Hanukkah schedule. It seems to change every year and that makes me incredibly ignorant. I just know that Apple marked Hanukkah as the 23rd in my calendar for December. So I'm not sure if we've started Hanukkah yet or if we are starting Hanukkah. Um, But whatever that means to you and your holiday, I hope that you are enjoying it and this beautiful time of year. And it's such a it's such a magical time of year. And of course, I don't want to leave out the people that celebrate Kwanzaa, which I do know uh, falls after um, Christmas this year. So um, I just hope everyone's having a great, great holiday season and is feeling the love, feeling the magic and I know for me personally, this has been a little bit of a struggle because driving in the city of Omaha, if you've never been here, okay, so it's Omaha, Nebraska. If you have never been to this city, first of all, you're not missing anything, okay? Um, There's some really great people that live here, but as far as the rest of it goes, I don't think that you're missing a whole lot. Not to talk shit on my city because I do love my city, but we have this grandiose ideology of what our city actually is. And in comparison, it's very minuscule. Um, But the people that live here really this time of year have ramped up their terrible driving abilities. I mean, we're getting people hanging out in the left-hand lane, doing a whole lot of nothing. We're getting people... um, I I don't know how to describe this. Uh, The people who are going five under the speed limit. And then as you try to pass them, decide to speed up and cause a collision in your life. And you just get the people who just like are on their own personal agenda and do not care whatsoever about other people's time and the designated speed limit and what that means for the rest of us in our day. So, you know, that's a thing right now. And in this city, I think it's a really good representation of how people are feeling and what's been going on. I think that there's just a lot of chaos with the holidays. And so 
I personally am looking forward to um, the holidays coming to an end, but also enjoying them while they're here. And it's just, it's been madness. This, this city is crazy. Okay. There's not a lot of us, but all of them, we're all, we're all mad here. So I um, have been outlining for the last couple of weeks uh, how I want this episode to come together. And I think that I've got a good little roadmap here of how I want this to look. And um, I've decided that because it took me so long to post a third episode from the second episode, you know, I really, really drug my feet, guys. So sorry again. I think that it's important for me to try to play a little catch up here, but also there's a lot of stuff that I've wanted to talk about and bring to the table. So I am going to today be posting an episode about um, just my finals week and the post finals week vibe and being a student because I know so many people that are in school right now, whether they're going for their doctorate or their first time bachelor's, what have you. Um, I wanted to talk about that. And then on Monday, I am going to post a fourth episode and it's going to be about the holiday seasons and making plans. And then on the following Friday, which is the 27th, I would like to post an episode about reflecting over the last year and what that means to me. And then um, I want to post an episode on Monday, the 30th of December, about what I want out of 2020. And I'm hoping to give you some inspiration a lot of us are always like, new year, new me, such such a basic bitch vibe, you know? But at the same time, I think it's really important to have those reflective moments of what you've accomplished, you know, be generous with what you've accomplished. If all you've done is work on yourself, that's a huge accomplishment. You love yourself now more than you loved yourself before and uh, things like that, you know? So I'm excited about that episode. I have so many things I want to talk about to you guys. So I'm hoping that we can get this all accomplished and ironed out smoothly over the next couple of weeks. I did decide to look up the time frame of Hanukkah and it starts on the 22nd. I don't know why Apple put it in my calendar for the 23rd, but so happy Hanukkah starting the 22nd to the 30th of December. And then for Kwanzaa, you start on the 26th and you go to the 31st of, uh, or January 1st of the year, I believe. So I didn't want to seem completely ignorant or as if I did not care about those religions. So I went ahead and looked it up and I apologize. Um, so just right out the gate, I want to talk about what it means to invite this chaos into your life and be in the academic world for a couple, <laughs> couple of months at a time. Um, it really feels like it's years, but then when you look at your break schedule and you're like, oh, I have almost like a month off then you're like, okay, it's not that bad. It's not that bad at all. But, um, I feel as if deciding to be a student, no matter what your craft is, no matter what you're going to school for, you inherently are inviting chaos into your world. And, um, I kind of wanted to talk today about what that means. And so first things first, I'm just going to kind of tell you a little about a little bit about my own personal chaos this semester. And then we'll kind of talk about interpreting that chaos into your own capabilities. And then I want to um, introduce you guys to this video that I watched for one of my classes. And you might have seen it, um, but I, I really loved the general message and what you can take away from your chaotic class schedule each semester. So so as a student, I think that there is two words 
that almost all of us can agree on happen to be like the most feared words in all of the English language. And that is finals week. Um, as soon as you hear those words come up more often, you know that it's about to the end of the semester and you are realistically looking at spending the next like month of your life preparing for these things. Um, finals are the worst. It's the absolute worst. And I don't know about you, but during finals week, I feel like my head completely unattaches from my body. There is nothing else that matters more than accomplishing these finals. And I get pretty lucky this year where all of my finals, for whatever reason, ended up being about three weeks apart. Um, and I mean that from like, it started one week and then three weeks later, they all ended. And it was both nice to be able to focus on each class individual, but it was also really exhausting because when I turned around and I looked at it afterwards, I was like, I just spent exactly a month only focusing on finals and everything else in my life completely fell off track because you work so hard, right? For several months at a time to do the best that you absolutely can to be as successful as you absolutely can. And then you turn around and you're like, how did this all come undone in an hour and a half exam? So <laughs> that's kind of where I was coming from in this whole thought process of like, let's just talk about finals week and what it is. It is this impending doom that you know is coming at the end of every single semester. So I don't know about you, but for me, it's like really important. My anxiety peaks, I mean, peaks during the finals season and it's usually right after midterms and you've had like some sort of break, your professor's going to start talking about finals to you because why not? You know, I know that you have anxiety, depression and no social life. So let's just add more to it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think any professor genuinely looks at it in that perspective, but I will say that they start talking about it pretty early on in order to prepare you. And it is so daunting so for me personally, a couple of tips that I really, really enjoyed um, honing in this last semester was making sure I get enough sleep. Um, and that means that some days you are not going to have any conversations with anybody because there is not time. There is no time for other people and talking. Okay. You can send a couple of text messages, but if you forget about those text messages, how dare they make you feel bad? It is finals week. This leads me though into, or finals period, we'll call it, but this leads me into what I think was probably the most important part about my whole entire semester and finals included. I'm a little bit older and I went back to school. So I'm 31. I went back to school a couple years ago. I've kind of been on and off keeping up with my academic career, but correspondingly, I've taken some bad advice from people and done classes that don't hold over year after year. So I've been working on my degree for forever, but I've retaken a lot of the same classes because they don't count anymore after a certain time frame. And, you know, I'm all for innovation and the academic um, industry changing to remain innovative, but it gets really costly and expensive and it's very discouraging. So my biggest thing that I can advise to anybody is whoever is on your team, make sure they're really on your fucking team. 
because you are going to become over time, this half shell of a person where you're reaching out because you need to make connections and it's important (laughs) to remain connected to the rest of the world. However, your ability to follow through on those desires are not always going to be the strongest. And having a squad or a crew or a group of friends or a team, whatever you have you, that genuinely supports you and is going to reach out and be like, hey, I see you over there. I know you got finals week this week. I know you've been super stressed out. I looked at your academic calendar. I got you, girl. I hope you're doing good. May, may all of these things that you've been working on come to fruition. Just having somebody put that energy out there in the world for you is monumentous just because I personally, I don't have the time anymore or the energy to be like, these are my dreams. I'm going to go get after them. Look at me doing my thing. Can you see me over there? I'm succeeding. I'm doing well. I'm getting it to all of a sudden. Oh my God, why did I sign up for this? Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Am I crazy? Is my head still on my body? How did I get up this morning? How much sleep have I had? Did I sleep? Did I eat? Oh my God. When was the last time I ate? Have I eaten? How am I still awake right now? Okay, four hours of sleep. That is plenty of hours of sleep. I can do this. Every single college student has gone through this. You've either done it, you're either doing it, or you might be considering doing it. The squad is everything. I very, 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 very so much. I'm super grateful for my group of girlfriends. I've got like 10 girlfriends that are amazing. And we all have like our own shit that's going on, but every single one of us has like stepped up to be like, listen, I see you. You're doing great. I'm proud of you. I love what you're trying to accomplish in life right now. And I see you have finals this week. Like get it girl. Like uh, my best friend, Sarah is also in school and she is um, almost done, but she's, I love Sarah. She's fantastic. She's, um, she was in the U S air force and now she contracts with the government and she's always on the go, always traveling. And, She does so many cool and exciting things in life, and I just enjoy having her on the same page with me with the schedule of the school life because at least once a week, one of us in our group chat is like, hey, girl, I see you. I love you so much. I hope that your finals go well. How did they go? I hope you're doing great. I love you. And that's just everything. And then obviously, you know, you have to remember to reciprocate that. Like, you got to be like, hey, girl, I see you. You're doing good. I love you. Get it, get it, get it. But sometimes you forget you know, it's okay to forget sometimes, but like you really, it's a two-way street and it means so much to so many people. So that's like my real suggestion about the whole semester, but really important to finals week because that encouragement, that push that you need a lot of times is really what's going to get you there to the finish line. Um, so we're all very aware that the chaos that ensues from finals week, I think I described that pretty well. (laughs) Correspondingly though. So after finals, I don't know about anybody else, but I think I literally spent like at least three days trying to decompress and break down everything that had given me anxiety over the course of the last few months when it came to finals. And I think today is the first day where I'm like, I might not have gotten the most sleep, but I feel well rested. I feel like, okay, I can do this. I can sleep in a little bit tomorrow. I can sleep in a little bit, you know, the next day. This is good. It's good. It's good to have that feeling again, to be able like I can control and rein in my life a little bit. It's really nice. So I would just say that after finals and academics are done, I hope that you take the time to decompress and to just really relax. Like I know personally, I am not making any plans after Christmas. I think I'm making one plan with a friend and her wife to go to lunch and that's it. 
everything else after that, I'm just like, I don't, we're not doing any plans. I don't want to do any plans. I obviously have to plan for one of my volunteer things that I do, but everything else is the way it is. That's it. That's all we're doing. Um, for me personally, I know that I only get three weeks off from education and the holidays are insane. I think trying to coordinate numerous amounts of schedule is really, really difficult. Um, I definitely think for next year, I'm just going to kind of be like, okay, so this is what I'm doing at this time, at this date. You can either be here or you can't. And this is all I'm doing for the holiday. Um, I think streamlining that makes it easier. Giving people like pinpoints of like, hey, this is what we're doing. So my friend Bridget and her parents are really great about that. Every year, same time, Christmas Eve, party at their house, dinner served, drinks afterwards, stay until you can't stay anymore. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Okay. And I love it because I already know what I'm doing Christmas Eve night, every Christmas Eve. Last year was an exception because I had other stuff going on. Um, But I have been going to this holiday party since I was like 16, 17 years old. And to me, it's like, it makes it so easy just to know what's going on. So if you can just like pinpoint everything down, you already know what's going to happen, um, especially during that winter break. But then after that, make sure that like you take time for yourself. So for me, I'm like, I have like three weeks off. I really want to get some of the books read that I've really been trying to get after. And I want to like enjoy me time. And I want to like maybe get my nails done for once because I have time to do that. And the decompression part is just as important as the acceleration part. Um, so that's my takeaway from the semester. That's my takeaway from finals week after finals week vibes. I hope that that helps you if you go forward. If not, I hope that it just makes you nostalgic. Like, damn, I'm so glad I'm fucking done with that shit. Um, so one thing that I couldn't help but notice this semester though, was the number of obstacles that I was presented with. I had a hernia repair surgery um, at the beginning of August, and I was like, I'm going to heal up fine. It'll be good. I can go to class. No big deal. And my doctors were like, let's give you a couple weeks at least here, crazy. And so they did. And so I took those couple weeks, and I ended up developing an infection, correspondingly had to um, miss the first week of class, um, and then jump right at it afterwards and try to maintain my grades. And then everything broke in my apartment. I mean, everything. And I was really, really annoyed with this because I had actually initiated the maintenance and all of these objects about a month before I had surgery because I knew I was having surgery. And then my fridge went out. And that's not something that like you can maintain. That just happens. And so my fridge went out. It was not fun at all. And what happened afterwards like annoyed me even more. I lost like $500 of food. I was recovering from surgery. I had a month's worth of meal prep in my freezer and I lost everything all at that same time. And I think I had like six nervous breakdowns in that week because people were coming in and out of my apartment and I wanted to be here to make sure that they were getting the job done correctly because obviously before when I put in the maintenance request, that wasn't happening. And obviously like if you're going to replace my refrigerator, like, I think it should be quality. Like, excuse me, if the other model broke, what's to say this model's not going to break? Why don't you just, that's a whole nother conversation. We can do one podcast just on how much I hate my fucking apartment complex. Um, but (laughs) so that happened and then it kind of just like kept going. Like I had obstacles with work. I had obstacles with my personal life. I had obstacles with making sure I just got enough sleep so that I could function as a person the next day. 
that was a challenge. That was a really big challenge for me this semester. Um, and I don't think I anticipated it being such. Like, it really caught me off guard, hit me out of left field, but, you know, it happened. It was say la vie, right? So that part took place, and then I think it was probably, like, halfway through September, I was like, okay, I think we're ready to take on another task. And I'm crazy, and I meet with my advisors, like, two weeks after the semester starts so that I don't have to do it two weeks before the semester ends, and... I had to meet with three different advisors because um, I am planning on transferring degrees, um, which was my original plan already coming back. But in order to get accepted to UNO, I had to be under a different degree. And so I plan on transferring over here in um, the next semester. I'm doing this program where it takes, it gets rid of like all of like my bad previous credits. It like cleans up my transcript basically. And um, it's really cool, actually. I'm really excited about that because it will, I think, help me more professionally in the long run. And I think it just looks better in general, and uh, which is why the university offers it. I think they get that, like, as an older student, like, shit happens. Like, obviously, something happened so that you couldn't graduate right off the bat. So that is exciting. Um, but I, I was like, okay, cool. It's the middle of September. Let's do something different. Um, let's take on a new task. What are we thinking? And my advisors were like, Hey, you should try to do volunteering in your field, or you should try to get an internship. Um, I don't know if you're quite ready for an internship yet, but maybe like try to get a job. And in my mind, I was like, how do you think I'm not ready for an internship, but I'm ready for a job in my profession? Okay. And so what ended up happening was that I instead, um, I got an internship. I did the one thing I wasn't supposed to do. And I think my professor wanted me to wait a little bit longer, but the career fire was happening at the beginning of October. So that's how that was going to go for me. And I fucking did it. I spent um, the back half of September focusing on my resume, my um, Wix resume page. I'm not technically done with it, but I have the format set up. Um, I set myself up with a QR code that links to my LinkedIn on the back of my business card. Um, I think that... And I printed business cards. I got business cards printed. I invested in that. Um, and then, yeah, I think that was kind of what helped set me apart too, was like the innovation, the drive, the cure, you know, the push for it. So I love my internship. Um, I've been doing that now for about a month. Um, we ended up having some communication stuff happen and we didn't get into it until probably like November. Um, but we have like, I'm one of three interns there. So it's really cool. I love what I do um, there. And that's exciting. And then I also, I'm really enjoying, um, my regular profession. It's crazy. I don't know why I'm saying like, I'm really enjoying it. It's the holiday season. I'm a bartender. I sometimes want to kill myself, but I'm also really grateful because this is like the best time of year. Like you make a ton of money, you get to see all your favorite people. And for me, it's kind of like being Santa Claus every day. And I actually do really enjoy that. So that's kind of cool. But I just remember mid-September, October, I was super stressed out about whether or not I was enough if I had done this right. And then we get to finals. I had a laptop break. I just feel like I had so many obstacles this last semester, all at the same time or not at all. And then all of a sudden happening at the same time again. And 
I remember having to buy new tires in the middle of the, of the semester as well. Like I woke up one morning, went to go get to class and I had checked my tires the day before completely flat. Um, and then it just kind of kept happening and I was like, Oh cool. I've got a slow leak, you know, a year in college. Like, I don't know where you come with an extra, come up with an extra $500, but it was, it was very stressful. Cause then it's like, okay, we have to work extra. We have to, you know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of obstacles. This leads me into my next part though, of this episode where I, for one of my classes, had to watch this video featuring Randy Bosch, who is, um, he passed away, unfortunately, at the young age of 47 from pancreatic cancer. And he was an American associate professor of computer science and human interaction and design from Carnegie Mellon. And he was a professor. Um, and he published, upon recognizing his um, fatal timeline, he began what he called his last lecture. And the last, um, a segment of it was called Really Achieving Your Childhood Dreams. And he, um, Pablo, I mean, it's, it's published, I believe, but he gave this lecture, this speech, an abridged version of it on the Oprah show. Um, and I think it was 1997. So it's fairly old, but it's a really, really, really good, um, good speech. It's just, it's good. Like it's one of those things that make you think about all the things that you hadn't thought about before. And, um, excuse me, it wasn't 1997. It was 2007. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I apologize. I thought I knew my facts. Apparently I don't, but he, I'm going to post, I'm going to post a link with this on my Instagram page. Um, with the YouTube video in case you would like to watch it, but he did um, some stuff for Disney in their development of their um, animation, um, computer science stuff. I don't know the details of that. He just talks about working with Disney. (laughs) And um, when you think about technology and like the year 2007, that's really like when I think CGI started to kind of like take off. And um, there's a lot of really cool stuff that was happening in the animation and the Disney realm as to the reboot of Disney. In my mind, the reboot of Disney. And um, so Randy Posh um, goes on the Oprah show and he gives this lecture and he talks about all the hard hitting things. And I mean, like you're crying by the end of this. But he talks about like finding your life vocation and how he got from point A to point B in his life. And he talks a little bit about this part about obstacles and how it's funny how when you think you really want something, no matter what, no matter who you are, life is going to give you obstacles. Now, sure, there are always those people who walk in the light and everything seems so easy for them and like it wasn't a challenge, the sudden, the other thing, but there were obstacles for them. We just may not see them. Every single person has their obstacles for that which they really want to accomplish. Life is funny that way. The universe is funny that way. Whatever your divine perspective is on the universe or the world, the you, they, it is going to challenge you. It is going to ask you, do you really want this? Is this enough for you? Are you sure this is what you want? You think you can do this. I'm going to show you that it's going to be hard as hell, and then you can. Having said that, and then what I previously said about obstacles that I feel like I endured this semester 
is what has led me to believe that I am on the right track. I feel as though listening to that lecture for my class, it was one of the last um, lecture classes that we had in the semester. And so it really just hit home with me because I was like, I feel like I've had so many obstacles come my way this semester. And hearing somebody else say that to me made me for the first time realize I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. No matter what your vocation or what your aspirations are, nothing in this life comes easy. Everything that you're ever going to want to really be a part of is going to be hard. And hearing someone else say that it's not necessarily like an intentional challenge as it is an obstacle. It's going to be a 25-foot brick wall with no holds that you're going to have to figure out how to climb up. And maybe sometimes that's barefoot. Maybe sometimes that's like with your teeth. Like it's going to be hard, but it's going to be worth it. The most beautiful things in life come from the most difficult of trials. And I really, really, really hope that you take the time to look at this video because it's so moving and it's so beautiful and it's just so true. And it rings through your whole lifespan, not just as an adolescent academic, um, not just as an academic, but as a person. And so the whole reason I wanted to present you with the whole concept of this semester and where I'm at with my finals and post-finals and this whole takeaway from the last four months of my life really reminded me a couple of really key points that I wanted to share with everyone. If it's hard, it's going to be worthwhile. The only person that's judging you about whether or not you should accomplish something is you. The rest of the world doesn't really care. If they do care, they just want to see you do well. They want you to succeed. They want you to thrive because it's what you want. People inherently want to be good. So they genuinely, nine times out of 10 are. The propagation that you see on the media about kids shooting schools, I know it's gotten really out of hand and suicide rates. Don't let that deter you. You are enough. You're doing more than enough. And at the end of the day, most of us want to see you succeed. And that most should be all that matters. Your conversations with yourself directly reflect how you think. Obstacles are made to challenge you, but it's also made to show you what you're made of. That skill set is going to take you to the next level and into the next part of your life that is going to fulfill you intrinsically on a level that you never thought imaginable. I think it is important whether or not you decided to go to college or not at whatever age you decided to do that. I think it is important though to at some point continually challenge yourself and try to find whatever it is you think your purpose is. Whatever you think that purpose is should make you happy from the inside out. It should shine through you like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And when you question that that might not be true, it comes up and shows you again that this is what you should be doing. I was feeling that way at the end of the semester. I felt so defeated with my finals and I was like, God, is this worth it? Like for the first time in a year, I really was wondering what I was doing here. And I went and I did an extra credit assignment for my professor for my environmental geology class. And I loved this professor, by the way. His name is Dr. Bradley, and we're wrapping it up, so I promise this will be the last part. But his name is Dr. Bradley, and um, I just felt like he really inspired me in my field in general. Um, it's a required course uh, for my field, 
which is environmental science with a concentration in geography and planning in case I didn't say that already. And what I, um, I was feeling really defeated at the end of the semester. He gives these great extra credit assignments. And I was like, why, why limit ourselves at an A? Let's get an A fucking plus. Okay. Let's, let's carry the team on this class load. And so I went and I saw the movie Dark Waters and that was the extra credit assignment. And I would first just like to say that if you haven't seen it, you should see it. It's about DuPont and 3M and the development of Teflon from the Manhattan Project and the Teflon contamination throughout the entire world. Um, It's factual and it's moving and it's one of the best movies I've seen in a really, really long time. They have a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. At least last time I checked, they had a 92%, which I think is really hard to accomplish in general. Um, All of the reviews have been good. So it moves at the perfect pace too. And I went ahead and left my review because, you know, why not? (laughs) Hear me, hear me roar. Um, (laughs) So I went, I saw this movie and I, I was feeling like super exhausted and just depleted in general. I just knew it was something I had to do. I left that movie theater feeling so inspired and feeling so reassured that this is my life calling. This is my vocation. This is what I feel my purpose is for this world. And everything else is just desire and extraneous activity. But I think it is one of those things in life that it is going to push you down and put you in the hole and make you really feel shitty. And then it's going to turn around and remind you why you first started to do it in the first place. So as we move into the holidays, as we move out of this last year, I hope that some of this like rings true to you. I hope that like you see that like maybe you're not a student. Maybe you're just a person with a career and a job and you're like, okay, this episode really wasn't for me. I hope that you can still take away though that like obstacles aren't limited to students. (laughs) It's everybody has these and whatever your life calling is and whatever your vocation is, it's going to come up again. You're going to feel inspired by it and you're going to be feel pulled in that direction. So I hope that everybody has a blessed day. I am so grateful for you taking the time. Leave a comment on what you thought about in the episode. And I think I would really, really love also for you to leave a comment about what you think your vocation is. What is your calling in life? I want to hear about what you feel is your purpose. Um, there's nothing more beautiful than seeing you know, people wanting to change the world for the better. And I hope that you have a great day. I'm going to post another episode on Monday and happy holidays. Thanks guys.